Okay, we're good. We ready? We ready? Yes. I'm gonna, yes, I've got to. Yes. I got to try and remember. I'm doing intro. It's been a while. Um, okay. Oh, prepare mentally, physically. And then just make stuff stuff up. Make stuff yeah, up. Yeah, and just make stuff up. Huh? What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to What the Fact, episode six. We've been away for about two weeks. Not for any specific reason. We haven't taken a break. Val has been quite unwell for the last fortnight so and because we're both very passionate about the podcast there was no hope in hell we were ever gonna do this half-assed we were always gonna come back fresh-faced and ready so thankfully Val is on the mend and is I'd say 95% back to normal actually probably just 85 90 it depends on the time of the day and and whatnot and, and what wind I, direction and you know yeah, and wind direction. Of the earth. yep 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 <laughs> But we are back. Episode six, What the Fact, the fact-based podcast with Val hits me with some awesome facts and I learn some stuff, stuff I've now been sharing with other people. Like, um, what was that one? Uh, pantomime. It's not pantomime, people. It's pantomime. Okay. Blue Minds with that one. And yeah. um, Emulsion. Blue mind, blue. My dad. I told my dad that one, Val. And he was like, is it? I was like, yeah, nuts, isn't it? So he was blown away. And he's a proper DIY lad. But yeah, Val is going to hit Yay. me with three and a half facts. One of them is going to be fake. That's why it's half. And then she's going to spew all the knowledge she can with the other three facts. If you don't know how this goes, um, you know, I usually guess which one's the fake fact. And I am four nothing down at the moment. So Val needs two more episodes before our first ever What the Fact forfeit comes into play. We don't know what it'll be yep. yet, but yep, yep, yep. we'll soon see um, if that sounds like something you will enjoy. And I know it will be. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and give us an awesome rating if you listen to all the other episodes by now. Um, we are also on iTunes and Google Podcasts. Um, we're also on TikTok. I'm doing my best to do that. Um, I've done two so far, and I will be doing more as time goes on. And, of course, we are on the Twitter where all the facts are posted by Val, and you can take it, have a dab hand at, you know, guessing which one is fake. I've done my best to read them. One of them, I'm... <laughs> I want to say, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot as usual and quietly confident that I think I have it this week. But I've said that every single time. Every so time you've said that, that fact is not one of the four that I've chosen. I think this one will be. So we're going to see. As far as I'm concerned, this week, well, probably because my brain has not been functioning particularly well, I think this week is it's the the false fact is quite easy to spot. It's the only chance I'm going to get to pull one back. Yeah, because 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 I'm half dead this week. Um, for last week, we also are on YouTube. Yeah. We are on that. Um, I my apologies for not doing the YouTube videos. There are two on there, and we've done three episodes since then. But I haven't. I've edited one, and for some reason, I edited episode five instead of episode three or four. I did episode five. Well I've had an idea about doing them a much more streamlined and easier way. Not like it's hard for me, but I've had an idea of how I can make them a bit more streamlined. So when we're, you know, we're back to full capacity next week doing the podcast, you'll probably see that's how it's going to look when I eventually do it. But yeah, we'll get it. But enough of that. Are we ready, Val? I am ready. I am as ready as I can be. Okay, so here we go. The four facts for this week is, in Tibet, it is sometimes customary to greet someone by sticking out your tongue. 
Okay. Number two, the Michelin of Michelin star restaurants is the same as the same Michelin as the tires. Okay. Number three, a study has showed that one third of U.S. divorce filings contain the words emotional damage. That's true. I know that one because it's America. <laughs> and number four, marine scientists are creating large quantities of fake whale poo. Okay, so the last one is the one I was convinced is the fake fact when I read it. The whale poo one. But I'm torn now between number two and number four because the Michelin tires is, yeah, they got the Michelin man for the Michelin tires and a Michelin, it's, it's, it's a Michelin star or a Michelin star. And I know that's French and that's from a French guy who was a chef or something like that in France. But the Mich Michelin tires were invented by an American dude. I was convinced it was number four because I was like, there's no fucking way that they're making fake whale shit to put in the ocean. But to be fair, for the ingenuity of scientists these days, I wouldn't put it past them if they are. The emotional damage one, is that's it's America, so I hundred percent guarantee that's fucking right. Because <laughs> it's American. Because it's American, I guarantee you that every time some fucker even says the word, they do it like because they they turn it into a, a fucking meme of themselves. Let's be real. So my guess this week, Val, is number two. You're wrong. Oh fuck off! <laughs> I was so confident in that because I'm. Oh, fuck off. Is it number four? No, it's number three. Oh, piss off. <laughs> really? Oh, three. Number three. This study actually showed that one third of divorce filings contain the word Facebook. <laughs> Fair enough. There was a study done in 2011. So it was way before the emotional damage meme started. Um, uh. It was an 80% of divorce attorneys say social networking. Well, was he was messaging such bird like. Yeah. Liking pictures. Was, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Facebook. According to Divorce Online and the American Academy of Matrimonial Lawyers. Fucking okay, hell. I can't believe that's the real one. Yep. Oh, I was so convinced it was number two because the Michelin tires were invented like when By a French guy. Was it? Michelin is a is a French tire company. How about it's American? <laughs> French. Oh well fucking hell. But we'll get to the tires in a moment. Um First, five, is five nil. Shit. Five nil. I am. My streak is unbroken. And it probably continue. Victorious. It really does help that some of the facts do sound a little bit absurd. Yeah, because it's. I just thought it was an American thing. 
And I wouldn't have thought like anything to do with tires wouldn't have been invented until like NASCAR was a big thing in America and French cuisine has been around forever. Yeah. Well, we can talk about the tires first. So let's do that. Okay. The tires. Michelin tires are from France from about 1900. It's an old company. Yeah. And at that stage, there were... Formula One's that old as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was... There were fewer than 3,000 cars on the road in the entire of France. And they weren't used that often. Expensive to run or hard to drive, I imagine. Yeah. So then rather than trying to sell tires to people who didn't use them, they started trying to encourage people to travel. So yeah. they created a motorist guide in France that included like maps with lists of petrol stations, hotels, mechanics, instructions on how to change tires. Um, by 1926, the first edition started coming out with having a star award for high-end restaurants. Yeah. It started off with just one star. Um, and about this time, the they started charging for these guides because there was more people actually wanting them. Okay. Um, and they started then branching out to different parts of Europe. So it's not, wasn't just in, in France. Um, eventually they included North America as well and a huge section of Asia. Mm. Uh, I think they've also now gone into South America as well, but that was later on. Um, so basically it's it's they started eventually focusing more and more on just restaurants and not on the petrol stations and hotels and whatnot. So it was mostly restaurants and they ended up going up, up to three stars, where a one star was classified as a worth a stop. Uh two right. stars was great food, it was worth a detour. And three stars was exceptional food, worth a special trip. And that's how the Michelin star started. Well, fucking hell. Because of a tire company wanting to get people to travel and use their tires. So how did the French restaurants adopt it then? Um, No, well, the the whole... um, Michelin thing is still completely separate. It's it's not just the French restaurants. Um, they're actually very very secretive. You've no I you you don't know who a Michelin um, well surveyor, tester or whatever the hell they're called, who they yeah. are. That they're not connected to the restaurants. Wow, I'm blown away by that. I genuinely, that's that's, you go Val's blow. Val blows. I'm going to read this right. Val <laughs> blows Buzz's mind. Fact of the week. <laughs> we'll call it. It is. Oh, I was absolutely fascinated when I discovered it. That's nuts. I honestly thought they were separate things. I honestly thought the Michelin tires were an American thing because NASCAR and bootleg, um, not bootleg, moonshine drivers and stuff like that, and the French thing was around for way longer because French cuisine has been around for ages. I didn't know they were the same thing. No, That's no, well, mad. The French cuisine's been around for ages, but the, the Michelin stars technically only started in the mid to late 20s. It's crazy. 
That's good. Cool. I like that one. That one's good. Like, that's a good good start to the return, Val. I like that. Yes. I like that one, too. Educated. Okay. Yes. Okay. The next one is just something that's very interesting. The whole interbed. It is customary to greet someone by sticking out your tongue. Yeah, yeah. that one I thought I knew would be true because people out in Asia are weird. <laughs> Yes, uh, this was became part of their culture. Um, it was a folklore thing. There was a very cruel ninth century king who had a black I tongue. In, I bet she's in like her thirties, isn't she? Really? There's what? I bet she's in like her thirties. This picture. She's like well, she's about thirty-five, I think. Or a hundred twenty. Yeah, sure. She's either thirty or a million years old. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah, so yeah, there was this Tibetan king who had a black tongue. He was very, very cruel. So now people stick their tongues out to show that they are not like him or his reincarnation. So it's, yeah, it's a bit weird. Superstition um, kind of thing. Yes. Ish. So yeah, not a lot of facts about the Tibetan thing. But I decided to expand on that. And I've now got a whole bunch of different ways of how people greet each other around the world. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I thought that would be quite fun. I okay. love it. Can um, I guess? Can I guess? You tell me where and I'll tell you what they do. Okay. It's the, the Philippines. Um, I'm going to go with... Like a, I want to say... I was going to say something really rude, but I'm not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go c- clapping. No? no, no, but there's one of them does do clapping. But I'm not going to say okay. which one, but there's is okay. one that does do clapping. But not the Philippines. The Philippines, it's a way of greeting the elders to show respect. You take yeah. their hand and you press it against your forehead. Oh, glad you said forehead. <laughs> yes, yes. It's called um, a mano. Okay. Uh, mano. Mano. Okay. Yes. Mano means hand in Spanish. Oh. Mano. Okay, what's the next one? Suspicious. Okay, the next the New Zealand Maori. Oh, didn't they touch foreheads? Yes. Yeah. Nose to nose and forehead to forehead. Yeah. Each other's eyes. It's called Maori. I knew that one. It's also practiced um, by Tibetans and uh, the desert uh, Bedouins. Uh, Oh, one. Is uh, you got okay? Uh, press. I get distracted while I'm posting pictures. Um, I know. Yeah, I've seen. I've done loads of times. It's also very similar. Uh, there's the that one. Okay, the picture I just posted now is the. It's also done in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, there it is called the uh, Honi. Where in the Maoris is called Hongi, Hongi, yeah, the Hongi and the Hongi are probably butchering the pronunciations. It's also very similar to a greeting amongst men in in Omen, yeah, where they press their noses together. Uh, so there's a yeah. few that actually have a very similar 
way of greeting. It it seems to be in a quite a few different cultures. Hmm. Okay. And the next one is Greenland. Oh. And now where they got the penis museum? <laughs> or was that Iceland? No, that's Iceland. <laughs> okay. Greenland. It's, I can't imagine it's going to be something mental. Touching elbows? No. Okay. Um, they. It's also, again, slightly similar to the one for the Maoris, but you do it to their cheek, you press your nose and your upper lip to their cheek, and then you breathe in. But this is only specifically between, it's an intimate <laughs> greeting for mostly family members or close friends. And so, yeah, it looks like you're sniffing it, someone. It's it it is basically you do you 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 sniff them. Weird, it's, Jesus it's, Christ! Yeah. But it's it's a um, it's a much more intimate greeting between family. Rip it by the face. Come here, yeah. let me sniff you. Sniff you. Okay. Uh, the next is Zambia. Oh, that's like a tribal thing. Um, but again, very spiritual. So I'm going with, like, I, I want to, I don't know, I'm trying, something that I'm guessing is, is something to do with embracing someone. I, like, I can't, it's like a hug, but not the hug we know. Something like a hug. That's what I'm going with. Something like a hug. Well, it's actually something like a handshake. Ah, okay. Fist bump, Ben. Um, <laughs> instead of doing the normal handshake that we do, they tilt the hand up and you grab around each other's thumbs. The base, you squeeze the base of the thumb. How do you do that? Because uh, this is what I'm holding. You need to take a picture of it. Um, I'm post, which is taking for it. There we go. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, I think it's actually become a meme now. Well, sort of a meme with people holding as a sort of stronger together. Something or another. Um, I think but, yeah, it's that's... in the, the Predator film at the start. Yeah, but that's how you shake hands in Zambia. Okay, the next one is Northern Mozambique. Northern Mozambique. That's that's the picture I'm on about, by the way. If it goes in, there you go. Yes, that one. That picture. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, Arnold's on the right, Apollo okay. Creed's on the left. Um, what was it? Mozambique. Yes. Hmm. Oh, I don't know, because some of these seem quite obvious, and then some of them seem quite weird. I'm gonna maybe similar to the to the handshakey thing, but there, but not that. Like some their own interpretation of it. Like maybe they lock fingers or something. Yep, this is the one where they clap. Ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> they, if you clap, you can clap three times and then say "morni," which is equivalent to "hello." Um, the, it's usually three clap. Well, if you do three claps, it just it's a shows respect. If you just do once, it's less respect. Um, this is also used in the in Cameroon, Ghana, and Senegal. Similar then. So, yep, that's the clapping one. Um, 
And the last one is Marshall Island in Micronesia. Probably going to go with something close to the Maori thing. Not quite. So I mean, uh, you raise your eyebrows. That's it. You, yep, yep. You raise your eyebrows in a, in a gesture to say hello. Just... <laughs> Which is... Sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds very weird. Just constantly yeah. fucking surprised. What if you're in like a room full of people? You're just constantly eyebrows up like, oh. <laughs> That's so weird. What happened to the good old fashioned handshake? Or like just a wave. Yep. No. Well, that's that's okay in some places, but other places you have to be a bit more interesting. But also, like most of these are are seriously rooted in their traditions. These are all yeah, really old shit. Things. Yeah. Nice. I like that. I got one one right. <laughs> I'll take it. Got... Take small victories. Small victories. Oh, they're important. I'll take oh. it. Okay. And the last fact. Is the marine scientists creating large quantities of fake whale poop? Um, so, of course, comes back to humans being assholes, yeah, and over um, doing it in whale hunting, with the fact that uh, the whale population has plummeted over the last few centuries. Scientists estimate the number of animals has decreased by 66 to 90%. They come back, though. They are coming back, but populations are increasing, but not fast enough for the fact that whale poop plays a huge part in the marine um, biosystem. Yeah. And there isn't enough poop to go around. So earlier this year, they started a whole pro- it's an international project to make artificial poop to try and help. Like artificial reefs and stuff. Yeah, because the... Let me go here. I didn't have a picture of the fake whale poop, though. There it Damn. It's some whale poop. Some real whale There's poop. As far as I know, that is real whale poop. Or it might be the fake poop. I don't know if it'll ever go through. Because the anticipation's killing me. Apparently, it's having a problem uploading. There we go. Now, actually, I think that was the fake whale poop. Yes, I'm not quite sure. Why the picture is taking so long to happen? Yeah, that looks quite fake to me. Um, I think I'm probably. I don't think. I think I can see it. I can see the the first one you've put on. Yeah. It looks fake to me so, because I can't imagine shit I, would like do that. Yeah, I think that was the fake whale poop, and I got a picture of a whale pooping. That's a real whale, yeah? Yeah, that's a real whale pooping. Uh, the the okay. fake whale poop, they it's just dumped fake whale. Back, the, the, the fake whale poop, they just dumped it off the back of a, a boat. And it's going to take a good oh, couple of months. Oh, they're going to be more creative. 
it's probably a lot no. easier though because the whales do actually ship on the sur- almost on the surface. They 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 don't do it deep down. Make a fake whale to shit. Um, that that probably a little excessive because they'll have to do it quite re- repeatedly. Yeah, the people from MIT to do um, it. They're not doing anything after the Oreo meter thing. Get them to do it. <laughs> They're not fucking busy. Um, <clears throat> so why are they doing it, Val? Yeah, okay. The the whole thing with the whale, they poop on the top, on the surface, which then actually leads to phytoplankton blooms. It's it, it deals with it, it helps create plankton, which then feeds feeds the fish, mm. and also uh, the more phytoplankton there is, it absorbs um, more carbon dioxide. Which we need. So, yeah, it all it has to do with if there's not because the it's the cycle in, in the ocean is you need more phytoplankton to feed the fish, that feed the other fish, that feed the other fish, that feed the other fish, that feed the whales, and the whales poop, and it goes around in circles. Um, and because there has to be enough poop, no enough plankton. So listen, like why don't like like the science <laughs> stuff isn't made up. They're not like doing it for money or anything like that. They're doing it to save the planet we're on. But why is it that just no one seems to care? I just it it baffles oh. the mind out of me. They they don't seem to understand that there's like the ecosystem is a delicate circle, and if you take part of it out, it fucks the rest of it up. Well, yeah, and that's just like. You see it on all these movies with like disaster situations and like all the politicians are all the same. Well, it's not happening now, but I've got like it's not happening straight away, but we've got an economy to sort out and shit like that. So well you won't have an economy if we don't fix this. You yep. know, think think about it, dickhead. I'm not picking yeah. on Americans. I know like most of the problems when it comes to whaling and sharks and dolphins is Asia. I know that. I'm not picking on Asians deliberately, but you know, science and the statistics will agree with me that Asia is the biggest problem when it comes to whaling and you know sharks and dolphins and shit like that. It's just, just don't understand. If someone says to you, "Look, like it, you, you need to think of it," if you explain it in a very simplistic way about using the human cause and effect. They, yeah. They... If you use the human to... body as an example, if you take away a lung, one lung, you're going to struggle to breathe as strongly as you usually would, which has an effect on your body, which is difficult for you to do things and is detrimental to your health. You take something out of the animal kingdom, which is doing an important job, same situation. It's going to have a detrimental effect on the planet. But I think it's I think it's one of those... I know it sounds horrible to say. It almost it, it almost is going to take a natural disaster for people to go, oh, fuck, they were telling the truth before anyone does anything about it. And it's going to kill millions it of people. usually takes something really big to get some people to wake up. Exactly. And I, I, I don't want it to happen because it's, cause it isn't like, oh, you know, man touches, light, man touches pole, gets electrocuted, dies. That's one guy. This is 
if the, something happens to the planet, like eight billion people suffer for it. It's just it's really about money, though. At the end of the day, really, people are more interested in filling their pockets and yep. helping the planet. If it's not affecting me directly, it doesn't matter. Exactly. You know, like you know, the, just on a tangent, this cost of energy crisis we have in the cost of energy, this cost of living crisis we have in the UK at the moment. All the government over here seems to want to do is to throw money at the situation to fix it. But the people have to pay that shit. They have to pay for that stuff in the long run. We'll have to cover those costs. That money has to come from somewhere. Instead of cutting at the source and going, right, let's take money from the really rich companies and scale costs back and make them pay for it. No, let's, let's not do that. That's why I hate our government at the moment. They're just fucking backwards. But it's the same similar sort of thing, like you said. They're more interested in lining their pockets with money as much as they possibly can without actually fixing the fucking situation that we're in. Yep. That's but that's a that's a problem to pretty pretty much most places nowadays. It's the reason Beyond. like it's the reason why we've had a power crisis for twenty years. Sorry, fifteen years. It's not that bad. It's only fifteen years. It's, you kind of you use like you look at other countries like like, you know, use Greece, for example. Greece was the first country in history to go bankrupt. I think many moons ago. Yeah, they, 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 they went for quite, through quite a rough patch. Yeah, they did. And they've kind of recovered. And they're not going to repeat their problems again. And I just think if we're not careful, not just in our country, as a planet, if we're not careful, like the scientists would keep telling us, there's still time to fix this problem. You need... Like America, this is be real. Like flat out Americans, okay. just you know, being real. You lot literally couldn't give two fucks about global yeah. warming because you believe in fake news over actual news. But we're not going to talk about American problems because because they have a lot of them. It's just scary. Yeah, but you the the people who can actually do stuff about it is America, and they're too busy believing in fucking flat Earth and angels to give a shit about the rest of the planet, and. You know, it'll take a natural disaster in America. I, you know, again, I don't want to wish that on anything, but it'll take it out in America for people to go, ooh, okay, this is fucking serious. Let's do something about it. But they won't. We'll all end up a fucking the moon before they do anything. It's like that movie, Don't Look Up, is a documentary. And where's that set, Val? In America. In America. <laughs> 2012. Where's that set, Val? <laughs> in America. <laughs> so, you know, we're not picking on you Americans, but, you know, you kind of have to... Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, I take that back. You lot are fucking idiots, and you really need a wake-up call. Yep, 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 yep. Because I can imagine if you did a chart of who causes the most pollution to our planet, guessing it's going to be America, then China. Oh. Probably. Pretty much only in the bad things that America seems to be number one. Yeah, but, yeah. We could probably, I, I could probably bitch about America for a very long time. Oh, we should do an America episode, Val. Oh no, that probably would, wouldn't 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 go well. That that would that would. Mm. There's there's um I don't know what the, it's what film it's from, but it, it pops up on my TikTok real quite often, and I love enjoy watching it. I think it's 
Um, oh, I can't remember his name. He's in Dumb and Dumber with Jim Carrey. I can't remember his name, though. I was going to say Dan Aykroyd, but I don't think it's him. But yeah, he, he sat in a like a university thing or college thing, and someone asks him, why is America the greatest country in the world? And everyone spins off their answers, and he doesn't answer. And the, the lecturer guy says, why? And he asks him, and he just says, we're not. And he runs through all these fucking facts and stats where America sit on like ratings for their country and he said we we stand top of oh, I think I've seen that one it's from a movie yeah he said we're top of three of three things defense spending where we spend more than the other 26 nations combined 25 of them are allies a uh, number of people that believe angels are real and a number of incarcerated yeah and I'm sat there like wow like that's Unfucking believable that people still think, like you Americans, still think you're the greatest country in the world, but you're just not. But Americans won't believe that. They're blinded by patriotism. Because yeah, and also honestly, a few of the things that I've been hearing coming out of America, she made me cry. It, it's, it's scary. It is, and you know. I almost would have been living there. I almost oh, but... moved there like six, six years ago. I'm glad you didn't, because it's just like, you know, for a nation that takes away women's rights to have an abortion, that completely true. takes it away, like, wow. And then the answer to their gun control is to pump more money to guns. But to be fair, they did put a ban on automatic rifles. I did read that, finally. Yeah. But that solves 25% of their problem. Yeah. And for the fact that their argument to, like, Gun control is well, you know. I'm allowed. I I should have a gun. Protect myself against someone else who has a gun. Yeah, but if you took all your guns away, you won't need guns. And then it's also what's the response I get most often? Yeah, but you got knife crime in the UK. Yeah, but if someone's coming up with a knife, I could run. If someone comes into a supermarket with a knife, he's probably going to take one or two people down before he's tackled to the ground. If a knife guy comes into a school to knife a bunch of kids. He ain't getting very far. So we don't have mass knife-ins. <laughs> we just don't. No way yeah. does. And, and America still has a bigger knife problem than anywhere else in the world anyway. Yeah, yep. Percentage-wise, they do. But yeah, so we've gone off a little bit of a tangent, um, which is normal, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it's, it's usual for us that we will go yeah. off talking about something. Ah. Uh. But it's always you guys in America. Like, if you, I think if you listen back to every single podcast episode we've done, it's usually America. <laughs> or America's fault in some way. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. It's a, it's a short and sharp episode. It's a, it's a yeah. get, out, get our feet wet kind of thing. You know, get I'm, back into the groove. Yeah, I'm very rusty because I haven't done anything speaking-wise like this for a while. And yeah. Um, we are back, so you will see this episode. Well, if you listen to it now, it's now Sunday for you. So, well done. Um, but yeah, don't forget to follow all the things that we've mentioned, the Spotify, the TikTok, the Twitter, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're also on Google Podcasts and iTunes. Go check them all out. This is something we thoroughly enjoy doing and we're all very passionate about. And Val was very excited to do this 
as soon as she possibly physically could. But yes. I did my utmost best to stop her until she was ready because I don't want, like, you know, friend's health is more important than a bloody podcast. That's all I can say. And it was more important that Val was okay and feeling better rather than, you know. Pushing not. and then probably doing a half assed crappy job. Yeah. And that's not Val. Yeah. Yeah. This has been fun. It's been good to be back. Um, it has been very good to be back and winning again. Ha! Winning. Yes. So the next episode, people, episode seven. No, episode. What episode is this? This is six. This is six. Yes, because the first episode wasn't the fake fact. Yes, that's right. So episode yes. seven, you will see the see me prolong Val's victory or Val get the victory. <laughs> so I'm gonna have my thinking cap on. And I'm really going to pay attention and really analyze all these fucking things just to stop it. Because Val's going to win and Alex will yes. forfeit. Yeah, so, yep, yep, yep. Which will be on TikTok. So don't forget to follow that for facts and other things. Follow the Twitter for all the good facts of our posts. You know, we're, we're doing our best to become the number one fact Twitter, Twitter account on the Twitter. We're doing our best. Yeah. Well, Val's doing the best. I'm not doing anything. Val's doing all the work. I'm just doing the TikTok now. And the YouTube. And Val's doing all the other amazing things. I'm, I'm the research monkey. She is. Yeah. I've been Buzz. And I have been Val. She's been uh, 85% to 90% Val. Mm-hmm. And we're going to finish you off with uh, an inspirational quote that Val has prepared. <laughs> but, yes. Yes. Um... Sort of I, haven't I haven't got one this week. <laughs> I can make one up. Uh, no, I actually, well, I've, I, I, I do actually have a whole bunch of quotes. Um, oh, here we go. Another one quote. that I really like from Neil Degrassi Tyson. Oh, love it. If you want to assert a truth, first make sure it's not just an opinion that you desperately want to be true. Love it. America, are you listening? <laughs> I, it, it, it was one of the facts that the, uh, quotes that I really enjoy. I like it. I like it. Good way to end. So yeah. Yep. See you next time, people. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.